News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. Ted Bohorkas is here as well. She, uh, well... It's tough to say that this woman shocked the world, mainly because I think she outworked him, but didn't outspend him. Jill Carter, congratulations. Hey, thank you so much. It's great to be here. It's good to have you on. Now, I have a quick question. After you won, did you get a call from uh, Bill White? (laughs) Is that a trick question? (laughs) No, I'm curious. No, no, I did not. That's sad. You know, it's really hard. You know, you learn... I'm just a, I'm just your average girl. Seriously. I've never, um, intended to run for office, never intended to, um, do any of the stuff that I find myself doing, but having been up there the way that I did, I, I again felt compelled by what I saw. And so my expectations of everything were, were pretty simple. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah. Well, it's you don't have to say it. I, um, part of our political system is to call and congratulate the winner. I get it. Anybody who runs for office, you have put in the effort. You have worked very, very hard. Uh, it, there's a lot of emotion when you're running for a state senate seat or a county commissioner or what yes, have you. Completely. But uh, in my opinion, uh, that uh, the first call you should have gotten would have been from Bill White. And I'm sorry that didn't happen. No, no, no worries. Um, it's, uh, well, a- again, it's, uh, you know, I go through and, uh, and people ask me why you won. And I'll tell you why you did. Is that there were a couple of things. People were ticked off at Bill over the gas tax thing. That was a big deal. But the real reason is that you were everywhere. You hit, you hit uh, the people in my neighborhood. I was not home, actually, when you, when you, you guys hit my door. Uh, outside every polling place, you had people there, Jill Carter. Um, hustle is the name of the game, and you, you did very well with that. Well, thank you. We had a great uh, group of um, volunteers. Honestly, it was a, it was a lot of community people um, doing a lot of heavy lifting. We definitely did not have the resources or the money that others did. So it, I knew that it had to be a community effort or, or it was bust and, and people really leaned into that. So I'm, I honestly, it's a super um, great privilege just to work with them. We have a special session coming up uh, where there's going to be a tax a cut. And now realizing you haven't gotten a call congr- of congratulations from Bill White yet, I hear what was going to be my suggestion, obviously, if he's listening or someone close to him is, is that uh, I personally think, because I think it, it wouldn't be close enough for, uh, quote-unquote, to do a special election, I would think that he would want to resign, and so the governor could name you uh, for the special session. Um. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, it, it's I, and quite frankly, I think that uh, uh, that anyone in any position like that, you, you are you want to make sure who replaces you has the best step forward. And uh, and I would hope that Roy Blunt would do the same thing, would step down a little in advance for whomever wins, because especially in the U.S. Senate, 
seniority has so much to do with it. Even right. if somebody's in there for an extra day or two, right. it is really important. I believe that your job when you're elected to office is to be a servant. Right. No, and I don't disagree with that. So my hope and goal is to be up there during special session. Mostly I'm hoping to just have be able to sit in the wings and watch a little bit so that I'm confident that some of these issues will be carried over um, into the session starting in January. And so uh, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm up to speed on what is happening during special sessions. So in case there are those issues that come up in January that I'm able to kind of... One of my uh, big concerns is that, uh, and by the way, I don't care, uh, this is not about uh, uh, opposing or in favor of marijuana legalization. What I am saying is that this, the, the initiative that's going to be on the ballot will pass. We all know it's going to pass. It is an absolute nightmare. 450 pages, including an equity, diversity, inclusion committees, including expunging people's criminal records. Um, do you think that Governor Mike Parson uh, should add to the special session to legalize marijuana so we can get out of this thing? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, that is a really good question. I definitely think it's worth, um, the conversation. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the, and all I'll be transparent here. I've been so entrenched in my own battles that I haven't had the time to even read up on those things yet. But, um, I think the more dialogue and conversation we can have about some of these hard hitting issues, I think the better off we are. I think one of the things that I see having even gone and visited with the police officers is some of this, you know, the drug issues and things yes. like that that carry over into poverty and theft and things like that yeah. are impacting our... So I definitely think it's a conversation worth having. We have an issue. It's Jill Carter, by the way. She's the new state senator who's going to be representing... Uh, your district is in Jasper, Newton County. Where else? Correct. Just Jasper, Jasper Newton. Newton. Mm-hmm. And you're from Granby. Yes. At the metropolis of Granby, you are a farm wife. <laughs> yeah. You have five kids. Five kids. You see, there you go. See, I, I followed. I followed the race. <laughs> uh, it's. I, I think the the deal is that I wish we had uh, our friend Ben Baker, who I think the world of. Yes. He proposed a lot of legislation that was things that conservatives wanted, like banning critical race theory, like the Parental Bill of Rights, and they all died in the state Senate. How do we make, uh, because there was a group of state senators, uh, Mike Moon being one of them, uh, Bill Eigel being one of them, that got in the way of things being done that were actually for conservatives. Yes. How can we solve the bad behavior in our state Senate? Well, I think that some of the backstory that's really confusing confusing on that is that that there was um, in November typically the caucus gets together and has a planning session for the priorities of the session, and if those most conservative Republicans were not invited to that um, session, so that really started an onslaught of bad feelings that carried over into the session. Um, and I think what they're, I'm assuming, I'm making assumptions, but I would, I'm assuming that because of that, they decided that they were going to try to hit those hard, but you know, push button topics to try to get them across the finish line, despite leadership to say, okay, 
you know, basically we were promised that these things would be getting put on the calendar and they have been put off. Some of those issues have, we've been debating for but, two uh, but, years. But, you know, to give, uh, you know, to, and again, I know leadership has made some bad decisions mm-hmm. in the state Senate, but also going on from there is that we had a group of people, a lot of times from the more conservative wing that uh-huh. I agree with all the time yeah. that I uh, spent most of the session opposing redistricting and the redistricting plan from the house mm -hmm. which is basically what they approved right right no i there definitely is i think there was a letter put out by the conservative caucus um that that i was privy to that they were going to disband the conservative caucus yes they've announced that they announced that so i think that they're making um hopefully they're learning from their past yes and they're moving forward the maps was never an issue i mean obviously it's a concern but it's not one of those issues people really want um their representative to be in touch with what issues are impacting them at the kitchen table level Correct. some of those things were the fuel the gas tax you know crt men and women's sports things like that so when you consider you know the map um while important it should not have overshadowed overshadowed the importance of some of those more um yeah and i know that topics. conservative members yeah. in the house were immensely and they were not necessarily as upset with leadership as they were with sometimes people that were quote unquote their side right right and i and hearing the backstory of some of that um i don't know i know that the house and the senate obviously they function very independently and and even talking to some of the house members on some of the backstory of what happened in the senate they weren't apprised of so so sometimes there needs to be a little bit more of bridging of understanding of what's going on between the house and the senate and leadership and things like that yeah for us to even actually have a clear um path of or you think governor mike parson is aggressive enough as a governor Uh, let me let me say this (laughs) let me say this I mean, you look at Florida, right? And who doesn't want it? This is one of the things that really, you know, you're just studying politics nationally. Florida has more Democrats in its legislature than Missouri does. Uh, more, and uh, they meet, their session goes from January to March. Ours goes, ours goes from January to May. So it's like, they are knocking it out of the park. So when you make a comparison like that and say, you know, we have a trifecta essentially of, mem- of the majority in the House, the Senate, and the governor, what what is the issue? Why are we not, especially when you look like, again, at the paradigm of Florida, why are we not able to get, you know, the fuel tax repealed? Um, men and women's sports, some of these issues, like I said, that we've been trying to get across the finish line for a couple of years. And, and I think that's one, that's one of the reasons that compelled me to run. It's like, come on guys, you know, we can do this better. This needs to be done better. And we have to be better in tune with what's going on with the boots on the ground and on the street in order to understand what people are really wanting. There seems to be a lot of distrust in politics. I mean, who, who doesn't have a healthy skepticism of government at this point? And we need to, if we're going to build community again and a relationship again back with um, helping people feel more plugged into what's going on politically, then we have to have more conversations and be able to, to say, look, we need better leadership. Jill Carter, congratulations. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. It's News Talk KZRG. Kim Commandos, Tech Minute, coming up next.